make it right, I make it right. I'm in this bitch with some terror. Got a handful of snacks, better grab an umbrella. I make it right, I make it right. Make it rain on them hoes, I make it right, I make it right. I make it rain on them hoes, I make it right, I make it right. I make it rain on them hoes, I make it right, I make it right. I make it rain on them hoes. Alright, we are back for week 11 of the Triple Options show. We're feeling pretty good. We're coming down the home stretch, obviously. We got a few more weeks of college football. It, Michael just said it right before we hit record. It is it is gone by quick. We're already like down to the last few weeks of the season. Um, obviously, me and Michael feeling good. Kenny Guyton leading the way, yes, uh, making us making us look good on offense against Florida on the road. Um, on the road, let's go. First time in the swamp, uh, and then Tennessee smacks UConn. Um, nothing real big there for Chase. Uh, but, boys, how, how do we feel about last week, just just the football in general? We'll talk about the betting a little bit, but just to spoil the, for the audience, let's just say I think we're back. But as for the football, how would y'all feel? Uh, I mean, I didn't get to watch a ton of stuff. I mean, the, the best game I saw all week just for the, 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 the firepower of the offense was no doubt the USC-Washington game. Uh, that was so much fun to watch. I mean, that was just score, score, crazy play, score. I mean, it was just all around the best game that I saw all the weekend. So that's the one I watched. Uh, didn't even see a single snap of the Iowa game. I knew that was going under. So got to love that. Uh, somehow they end up still squeezing 17 points out of that game. Um, but, yeah, good week. I mainly just folks in Arkansas winning that morning, sweating that out. And it was the rest of the day was just kind of chilling, just casually flipping from game to game. Yeah, I was about to say, I really enjoyed that 0-0 first half between Iowa and Northwestern. You know, that was just pure entertainment. Electric. Um, you know, Tennessee wins by 53. I had the team till 56, whatever it was. I mean, we're not used to losing on Saturday anymore, so I forget, you know, the score. But, um, yeah, I had the team total. We we easily hit that. The backups, they, they didn't even have to try in the second half. I uh, saw so you guys had a real tough overtime game. Sorry for your loss, but actually, no, you didn't lose for once, did you? Oh, look at this guy. Oh, I, I, I keep forgetting it. I'm so used to saying loss, but yeah. man, congrats on the big win. Hey, hey, hey I'm not saying Arkansas is better than UT, but if we look at who play, who beat Florida on the road this year, Arkansas won <laughs> no versus Florida on the road. I'm just saying we we just matching team by team. Arkansas could beat hypothetically UT. Uh, that's huge. Congrats. Yeah. Um, yeah, the crazy. I mean, yeah, USC Washington. It was just points. Uh, but really, the star of the show was Dylan Johnson. He ran for a lot. He ran for four touchdowns. Old Mississippi State guy. And then, uh, yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely talk about Bedlam. Uh, LSU Bama actually was pretty high scoring. I knew I should have took the over. I, told I you. knew I, I should have took out. the over. LSU's biggest problem was Jaden Daniels got hurt, and it it was just over for them. Once he got that concussion, it. I mean, that was later in the game, but. Yeah, I mean, he's just the reason they stay in games once he was hurt. Shout out Mizzou. I mean, I don't like shouting out Mizzou, but, hey, they played Georgia better than I think anybody thought they would. Because everyone kind of expected, you know, how Georgia does. They play Kentucky. When they played Arkansas two years ago, when they play these teams who kind of get their swag on, you know, kind of strut their stuff, Georgia's like, all right, come to daddy. It's reality check time. And Missouri actually played them good. Now I'm hoping that means that Tennessee and Arkansas catch them good the next few weeks. But anyways, um, switching over to betting. Um, yeah, let's let's get to last week's recap of the betting. 
Uh, we gotta we gotta address it. Um, obviously, Michael clean swept the Iowa. I mean, not Easy. one, not two, not but three Easy. straight unders. I wish um, you all the way down to seventeen and a half. I had such a big win for that. I would have honestly <laughs> taken seven and a half. Oh goodness! Um, but yeah, that that kind of helped me out. I kind of got screwed over in that OU game. Oh, you should have won that game. Let's not let's not say the refs didn't didn't call a fair well, game there. I mean, there's a there's a obvious pi in the end zone well, for OU, oh. and then they're over here. They're up. I think they're up either four or six. I think they're up four, and they're and they're running the ball. Without killing the clock, like boom, boom. I mean, within ten seconds of the play clock, and then it's automatically three and out, and it's like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, you, we, we just hand in the game. They did it, w- and look, you know, bad pi miscall, call, but they did not play great that entire. They had three turnovers. Um, the other thing too is, as much as you want to say Oklahoma sold that game, Oklahoma State gave it. Like Mike Gundy got a little too aggressive. Like they had. Two fourth and ones where he went for it and they missed. And one of them was in, I think both of them may have been field goal range, but one one of them for sure is in field goal range. I was like, take the points. He didn't. Then they had a halfback pass that ended up being picked off. It, it was so bad. Like I was just like, Mike Gundy is about to literally let Oklahoma take this from him. And with that being said, Mr. Duke, Oklahoma State, I mean, we just we just picked winners over here. This um, were we two and uh, ten this year? <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen. I gotta take any win I can. Uh, UNLV, Michael. I mean, Barry Odom just got the sauce for taking all the covers. I mean, he just he just does it. Uh, Arkansas, obviously, plus six and a half hit. I I told y'all how mad I was about this one. I had this whole thing, this whole spiel last week about Georgia Tech: win one, lose one; win one, lose one. All this like back and forth: mm-hmm. win the game, lose the game. And they play Virginia, who's been feeling pretty good, and then they just smacked Virginia and just tore my heart. Coastal, y'all want to talk about tearing my heart? They had the under, and Old Dominion, I think it was, whoever, I don't know what team scored, but they scored within a minute left and ruined me. Hated it. Vanderbilt, I think I might have to ban them from picking the over. Two weeks in a row, just straight. And and here's the bad part about that Vandy game. It was going to happen, and nobody scored that fourth quarter. I'm not going to blame Auburn on that. I'm going to blame Vandy because they suck so bad. Um... Oregon, they just cover all the time. USC, Washington, easy over. Iowa State, you let me down. Um, Arizona, I mean, Arizona is just easy money. Easy mm-hmm. money. Arizona, Arizona, spread. Arizona under, just money. Um, Michael, other than your trifecta of um, Iowa, I saw you did pretty good with the minus eight, uh, the OU pick. Yeah, I mean, Arkansas uh, plus six, that was easy money. Um, kind of got sweaty there when we started kind of shooting ourselves in the foot with things, but ended up pulling through, getting the outright win. That was nice. Old Miss money line, that was a sweat, but I just had a feeling they, they were going to win that game. Um, then I had Washington money line. Probably just could have took Washington with the points, so but I think it was only like two and a half, three and a half. Um, but, yeah, other than that, and the unders and, and then the Texas Tech. I'm trying to figure out what else. I had another game. And those games were on Friday. But, yeah, those were – it was a fun week, let's just say that much, especially the Iowa kind of carried – with the three wins easy. So uh, yeah, when I turned it on uh, to look at the scores, like 0-0 still in the third, I was like, oh, this is just, oh, man, I'm salivating. What was the, right team, what, what was the other team total? You sent us a crazy team total, or not team total. Um, there was like some total you sent in the third quarter. Was it like eight and a half? Oh, seven and a half. It was seven and a half. And the, going into the fourth, it was over under seven and a half. And I said, I wish I would take eight and a half because it popped up. And I think that's, they scored, they kicked a field goal with like three minutes left. 
and or no, that no, uh, Northwestern somehow scored a touchdown. Uh, the key word is somehow, um, with like three minutes left, and then Iowa went down the field and kicked a field goal. So I mean, if they honestly don't get that touchdown because they had to have the touchdown because they knew they weren't they kicked a field goal, they definitely weren't going to win the game. Um, then yeah, it would have been seven zero for sure. Yeah, I was uh I was pretty pleased with my picks. You know, five and one with the uh, the last second change to the over in the Air Force game. So, I mean, you know that that game was crazy. Who the hell had Army beating the hell out of Air Force? Not me. Yeah, I know. Just out of nowhere. That game was insane because I was watching it, sweating it for you and for myself, mainly for myself. But I was just watching it because, like, oh, this is going against Chase in every way. And just the amount of times that Air Force would turn over the ball in the most mysterious ways, it was just hysterical. QB just throws it to a wide open corner. And then they also, when I was like, all right, this is their final chance. Air Force has to just hold the ball and they'll score. And instantly, halfback just fumbles the ball right on the right on the ground. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, back-to-back possessions, just turnovers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my Clemson call, too. You know, Dabo proves the haters wrong, takes game over stop. Dan. Sam Hartman just can't do it. He just couldn't do it. What is he, 0-5 against Clemson all time? Insane. He never wants to play Clemson. He won't ever have to play. It makes sense. I mean, Wake Forest, Clemson, when Clemson was actually a solid. Still pissed about that game last year. They should have beat Clemson and freaking Dave Kloss and whatever. Chomp couldn't – got too cute at the end of the game. And instead of going for it, dropping his nuts on the table, just says, you know what, I'll punt it to Clemson and we'll we'll just lose in overtime. Could have been a man. Nope. All right, um, we got a we got a fun we got a fun week coming up. Some pretty big games. Uh, we definitely have to talk about Iowa because <laughs> that game this week. You're, I mean, Northwestern we knew it was going to be ugly, but they play Rutgers, so I have no idea. That's not going to be one of the games we talk about, but we'll we'll get to it for sure at some point. But let's start off in the Big Ten. We got Penn State. We got Michigan. Boys, this is the first big Michigan game since the scandal. Obviously, they beat. Purdue, but I mean it's Purdue. Penn State four and a half point dogs at home. Uh, the lot, the total at forty five and a half. I wasn't gonna make a play on this game, and then I thought about something. I have no idea how Michigan's gonna look. They're pro- are they gonna probably win? Maybe, but it's at Penn State. It, it's such a weird back and forth game because it is. It's a it's a Penn State uh, Michigan with all all the stuff looming over their head. But we know Penn State. We know James Franklin, the car salesman. You know the guy, he can't win big games. But if there's any time for him to win, it may or may not be this week. That being said, I'm going to go with the safer pick of the two and and go Penn State plus four and a half. I feel like if he were to lose, it'd be within a field goal. But I'm taking Penn State plus four and a half. It's at minus 115. Yeah. Yeah, this game, this is a no play for me. I just want to watch this game because I have no idea what I want to get from either team. If anything, I'm just rooting for the over. I think the line's like 44 right now or so. Um, so I would just root for the over and just try to enjoy this game and hope there's just points put up. But it is that line being down there. Doesn't make me nervous. I could almost, I mean, I can see a way that Penn State would win this ball game. So I'm just going to stay away from the spread completely. But if anything, I just want to watch points. So I would take the over, but no play here. Yeah, no, I'm also really looking forward to this game. I, I wish it wasn't an 11 a.m. game. You know, the Big Ten know. always won these big-time games bright and early in the morning. You you might be a little hungover. You're hungry. I mean, it's like, why why can't we have this game at, like, 6, 7 o'clock, you know? Do it at 3. Just give it to us in the yeah, afternoon. This is, 
a little ridiculous, but yeah, I uh, I would also lean Penn State at home. You know, I'm sure it'll be a whiteout. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I'll take Penn State in the points at home. Get ready for USC to have to wake up at like nine o'clock to watch their kickoffs because Big Ten crazy. wants to put off on the early AM kickoff. Like, all right, prime time, Ohio State, USC, nine AM. I think they already had the whiteout. It might have been against Iowa. Yeah, yeah it it's was only, against only Iowa, night, right? Yeah, it's only mm-hmm. night games. So oh, okay. Yeah, it was against Iowa. Um, talk about bets, Michael um, or Chase. Before you got in, me and Michael talked about a bet I placed: Ball State plus ten and a half cash officially. They nice. won on a field goal, but uh, it didn't matter. They they pretty, it had like a minute left. I was like, oh, this is over. I got it. So not too bad. Some some uh, Tuesday night action. Gotta um, love the action. You gotta, gotta love the action. Um, speaking of eleven a.m. kickoffs, we got Alabama traveling to Kentucky. The Crimson Tide favored by ten and a half on the road with a total of forty eight and a half. You know, this is definitely one of those games that. You might get cute as far as, like, you're looking at you're like, Kentucky defensively not terrible. The biggest problem for Kentucky is they, they can't really – they can't move the ball. They, they just they're, – they're not a good offensive team. And you may look at that and you may be like, well, how can their defense hold Alabama? I don't know. Jalen Milrow is playing pretty good right now. He scored four rushing touchdowns against LSU. Now, granted, I'd probably put Kentucky's defense ahead of LSU – but I'm not going to sit there and act like Kentucky's going to shut down Alabama. That being said, crazy things can happen. I have a no play on this game. I'd probably lean Alabama to cover just barely because I feel like this could be one of those games where Alabama sleepwalks early. But this is also one of those games that you look at and you're like, oh, Alabama's going to sleepwalk, and they just come out like 21 nothing after the end of the first. And you're like, eh, yeah, there's Bama. Yeah, what time is it? This is it early kickoff? Yeah, 11. 11. Mm, yeah. For this, I feel like Bama coming off the LSU game. I, I mean, I do think the same thing where they're, they're kind of getting their stride offensively. But this is just a – it may be a game day decision. I like the under in this one, honestly. Mm. I feel like Bama could stop Kentucky. What is it, at 48 and a half? Yeah. Yeah, I would like that, especially coming off that high score and affair they had last week. Um, if anything, I just see Bama pulling away and Kentucky scoring a few points, but that's what I would play. I got no play on here. Like I said, it's probably maybe a game time decision when I look more more into it, but just off of the first thought, off of coming off that last week game versus LSU, I just like whatever that line or that under was, I was immediately going to look at that. And 48 and a half is enough to bite, but uh, nothing right now. Yeah, no, I um, I sort of feel the same way about this one. I could easily see it being low scoring. Um, Alabama coming off the big win. This it's a big game at home for Kentucky, but Kentucky's just not that great. You know, they're not that great. Do have a good quarterback. They might be able to put a few points on the board, but I see Alabama keeping them under 17 or so, so I could see it going under. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just one of those things that we haven't – I mean, Alabama's defense isn't bad, but they haven't had that game where it's like there's like – the traditional Alabama defense. Of course, it's harder nowadays with the way offenses work and how teams coach against them, but um, that's just how it is. Another 11 a.m. kickoff that's interesting. Kansas hosting Texas Tech. You know, Kansas, um, two weeks removed from the Oklahoma win. They they survived Iowa State. They were looking pretty good early, and Iowa State started to come back later. Um, but Kansas, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home with a, lot, a total of 61-and-a-half. There's definitely going to be points here. Kansas does not have 
Um, great defense. Neither is Texas Tech, so I, I would lean the over. But my play here is actually Texas Tech plus three and a half. I really like that. I like that. I like Texas Tech to cover. I could see them losing within a field goal. I, I think this, you know, I know it's a home game for Kansas, but I think Texas Tech can make this competitive. They haven't been as good this year, but this just feels like one of those games where, you know, Kansas might be looking a little bit ahead, which is crazy for them, but I think Texas Tech has got something to prove here. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I want that line to come down more, more so the odds. Uh, I, I want to take just Kansas' money line and not have to sweat the three and a half points. I do think the same thing about Texas Tech probably covering that three and a half. Uh, we're playing it really close, at least more competitive than the person that just casually watching football to expect that just betting on this game. Um, so yeah, if I can get right now, it's minus 175. If I can get it to around one minus minus 165, it may be a live play for me, honestly. But I do this like Kansas winning this game outright, but very close. Yeah, man, this Kansas team, you know, they're they're on a heck of a run this year. You you guys thought they would lose last week, you know? They're I think they keep things rolling again here at home and win by at least. I'm going to say a touchdown, so I'll, I'll take him on the spread. Mm, okay. Um, you know, I actually didn't have this in our rundown because I guess they changed the rankings, but um, we got a 1 p.m. kickoff in Boulder. Uh, we got primetime Colorado. They're hosting Arizona. Uh, the Wildcats coming in as 10.5-point favorites with a Ooh. total of 54.5 Y'all already know what I got for this game. Y'all already know I'm riding with my boy Jedfish. My boy Jedfish, the fish man. Um, First, under 54.5. Arizona, I mean, these two teams, I I mean, I know Colorado's defense hasn't been the best, but I feel like this is a good matchup for them because Arizona hasn't been able to put up a whole lot of points. So this may be a game where Colorado actually doesn't look that bad. But I do think Arizona's good enough where they're gonna they're gonna pull away and cover that ten and a half as well. So give me Arizona under fifty four and a half, and then give me Arizona minus ten and a half. Yeah, that was one I was looking at as well. Um, I think I think uh, I'm I'm the same thing with you. Arizona covering that spread as well. I feel like Colorado's kind of hitting their their down period, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if someone wins by three touchdowns. To be honest with you, I can see them covering by at least two, but. Yeah, I like that as well. But that, I kind of almost want to lead the over. I feel like this is a team that Arizona can actually kind of, kind of put some points on and then score some some lazy last minute points and beat that out that over. But I do like that zone of spread at ten and a half. I don't know, call me crazy, but last week Colorado got in the backdoor cover for me. You know, this is one of the last few games that they might. They have three games left on the year. You know, they have Utah, Washington State, and Arizona last home game of the year so you know possibly one of their last shots to stay competitive keep it close they they've been good to me the last couple weeks so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with them again here at home to cover the spread you know i know arizona's been hot been our team on the podcast but not this week you know give me Dion, keeping it within 10 and a half 10 and a half let's go i i definitely could see that happening too i mean that that's just it's a tough spread. It's one of those where it's like they. I think Vegas knows Arizona's been hot. They know that Colorado hasn't been. They've been kind of up and down. So it's one of those where I, I think it could go either way. So it'll be it'll be an interesting game for sure. It's got that one o'clock. So it's one of those like when the the 
early kickoffs or just coming back from halftime, you got this game coming on. So it gives you a little something to carry over to the two. And, PM it'll games. probably be on a channel that nobody will be able to find. You know? <laughs> yeah. so Russian streams are the only way to find that game. <laughs> uh, big CBS game. Talk about easy network to find. We got Missouri, Tennessee, and Columbia. Tennessee favored by one and a half on the road with a total of 58 and a half. Um, so this is it. I mean, Chase, you've said it already. You said Hypo owns Mizzou. Mizzou seems like a little different of an animal this year, though. Obviously, loser Burden has been cooking. Uh, Brady Cook, he's also been pretty solid this year. Now, I'm not, you know, that Georgia game last week, I. I think it may fool some people. Like I said, they played well, but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that all of a sudden Missouri is the best team in the nation. I actually have a no play on this officially because this is going to be a fun game in general. So I'm just going to watch it and enjoy it and uh, see what happens. But I got a no play here. Give me Mizzou money line. Ooh. <laughs> Give me Mizzou money line. Uh, I'll be honest, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a close game. But anytime I've been watching Mizzou, that white boy running back been dicing boys up. Just been dicing boys up. And uh, just knowing I've seen Tennessee lose this year so far, I think Florida Florida ran the ball pretty well, and y'all did they not? I feel like that's yeah. what kind of killed y'all. So I feel like, I don't know. This is one of, it's going to be a close game. But Mizzou at home, environment ain't going to do garbage, let me tell you that much. That ain't nothing intimidating. But I just feel like that white boy, I've been seeing him run lately. Like they want to dice y'all up. It's gonna be a close one. It's gonna come down to a wire. It's gonna come down to a wire. But I'm taking the zoo money line. That's a play. I can absolutely say I hate that play, you know. But uh, <laughs> that, that might be the Homer in me talking. But you know, it's just looking a little bit of history here. I know this isn't the same Missouri team, but we're talking 66 to 24, 62 to 24, and 35 to 12 the last three years. So. This is a team we've absolutely took to the woodshed. I think their coach is a fluke. I think Hypo is going to go into Columbia and lay the pipe down on them again. You know, I mean, it's going to be a little tougher this year, but Joe Milton's starting to put things together. Our defense is clicking on all cylinders. We got we got some dangerous running backs coming out of the backfield. I'm seeing some shades of Alvin Kamara. So. You know, I mean, I, I think we're clicking right now. I, and we got to look ahead to Georgia next week, but Georgia better look out. Missouri better look out. I, I say we roll by two touchdowns. Interesting, yeah. I mean, that's why I have a no play. It's just this game could go either way. Um, one, and, Michael, you mentioned it. Um, you know, obviously they lost to Florida. And one of the biggest things for Tennessee has been actually the run defense. The, you know, the the run off the run offense as well. This is going to be whoever runs the ball better is going to win the game. Boy. When you got a what? white boy running on you, you kind of scared. You're like, wait, what? What? Um, what? <laughs> all right. Also at 2.30, Oklahoma State traveling to, uh, traveling to uh, Disney World. They're taking on UCF in Orlando. Um they're going to meet the Gus bus. Uh, the Knights of Central Florida are dogs by two and a half with a total of 64 and a half. I don't have an official play, but I kind of like that total. I really do because obviously it's Gus Malzahn. So that's an e- that feels like somewhat of an easy total play, even though he's let me down once. Is this a letdown spot for Oklahoma State? It very well could be. 
But, man, it's it's tough to say no to Ollie Gordon. Ever since he's taken over, they have just been a wagon. So I do think they'll win, but keep an eye on this game because, you know, Oklahoma State feeling a little too good about themselves. They, they could be they could be a prime spot for UCF to break some hearts. But uh, I, I like points here. I'm not going to make an official play, but that total looks pretty good. Yeah, I got nothing on the card right now for this. I do like that total as well. Um my brain tells me this could be a letdown spot coming off of that game, but then I also think Okie State could win by like 20 or like 17 points. Um, so it'd be a live play for me. I keep wanting to take look at Okie State and take that minus three or just play money line and play it safe. But I can see stuff getting crazy down there for UCF and points get flowing, but I don't know. It'd be a live play. No play official, though. Yeah, I don't have an official play, but like you said it does feel like a letdown game you know coming off the big win against oklahoma down to two and a half on DraftKings, so i could i could see you know a little plus 115 on that money line action on ucf at home yeah i mean that's that's not the worst value it's just there if they can stop ollie gordon they could they could probably win this game but that's just thing you gotta be able to stop ollie gordon um now we're gonna travel to washington they're hosting utah washington trying to keep their playoff hopes alive Utah coming to town. The Huskies favored by nine and a half at home with a 53 and a half total. I have no play on this game. I feel like Washington will win. That line is just, it's just, do I trust Washington enough? I know the, the thing about Utah is the problem is they're going to have to keep up. So that probably tells me Washington will cover. But, it, you know, I'm just going to stay away from this game and I'm going to see how Michael Penix does against you know, that's the big thing is they're going to have to find a way to score. The teams that have played better defensively against them have been the ones that have kept things close. So um, we'll see. It really going to come down to can Utah score and can Utah stop them? It really is going to come down to how Utah does. Yeah, the, I do like that uh, Utah spread plus nine and a half. I kind of like it better. Ten and a half if I could buy up. Um, if anything happens where Washington starts pulling away over 14 points, I'm definitely going to take a live line. Washington, every time I've watched them this year, especially over the last few weeks, they've really just paid, played down to their competition or played up to their competition, depending on what it is. They're not really blowing people out of the water. Um, I think, heck, they barely beat Stanford by nine points a couple weeks ago. So I do like – I mean, I don't like the aspect that you talked to really put up points right now, but their defense is just that good that they could hold Washington to a close enough game. And like I said, Washington just – Washington just play, it's just weird. They just play down, play down or up to the level of teams – um, but all that's mattering in the days that they're winning and trying to survive. Um, so I like I like Utah. I'm going to wait a little bit. No official play, but if I can find it, ten and a half for a good line. Um, all right, I'm going to I'm going to buy that. Yeah, no, I agree. Washington has been a tough watch. You know, these last couple of weeks. I mean, they've they've been taking care of business. You know, staying in the top five, but it hasn't been pretty or dominant by any means. Um, I, I could honestly see things somehow turning a little bit here. You know, they really need that big win. Pac-12 teams at home, they, they tend to take care of business. So I would lean the Washington side here, but I would, I'm would i staying away right now just because of that Utah defense, like I said. We're traveling to the ACC now. We got 
what what was probably billed at the beginning of the season to be one of these like keep an eye on this game and it's still going to be an interesting game but Florida State Miami I mean Miami has just kind of hurt what this game could have been uh, Seminoles favored by 14 and a half in Tallahassee with a total of 50 and a half I don't have a play on this game because um, it's a it's a really weird rivalry game that I felt like should have been a bigger deal. I mean, I know look Miami six and three, so they're not terrible. But it's one of those games you looked at, and you're like, man, Miami could be seven and two, eight and one at this point. And you're talking massive game for Florida State, but you're still even talking massive game for Florida State because they cannot afford to lose. The ACC has kind of been a dump as far as like top tier teams. Like Clemson is five and four, Miami six and three. You know, North Carolina finally got back to being ranked, so that sort of helps, I guess. But man, Florida State—they—they're kind of in a spot where, yeah, they beat LSU, but LSU lost, so they're in a weird spot where they don't know if they could really afford to lose. So I'm gonna stay away from this game, um, and we'll see which team from Florida takes the crown this year. Yeah, I think I'm staying away as well. I- this may be there's a ton of live games for me because I want a better line or I just want to see how it actually starts out and then kind of work from there. Um, I do think that probably Florida State could win this game by two touchdowns. Um, so I'm not too worried about that. I'd rather get that over a 14 and a half or something. Um, but I do feel if I want to play over this, I may just take the over. You know, I think it's like 50 or 49 and a half. Um, so that's what I would do. That or a live play on Florida State spread. I, I just know, I haven't believed in Miami. I've been talking crazy amount of shade on Miami all year long and I, I will continue to do so um, even if I lose on them in overtime taking the opposite money line that's no big deal but um, Florida State's <laughs> going to win this ball game I have no issue and no hesitation saying that yeah no I definitely agree I think Florida State's by far the better team this year the only thing that scares me I when I when I look at the you know potential playoff teams right now I feel like Florida State is the only one that I have like truly locked in so that makes me think that they're so due for a letdown game. So I could definitely see this getting tight somehow being a scrappy game. But you would assume that Florida State should better take care they of this They still got team. Florida, right? Yeah, they do. So their so, last I mean, game? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's going to be a the win when they lose. A letdown game somewhere. But, yeah, I could uh, – I'm, I'm not touching Miami, so I'm staying away too. No, I don't blame you not wanting to touch Miami. They're just such a weird team. You know, that the infamous fumble or, you know, could have just need the ball and they fumbled and lost to Georgia Tech. So. Oh, speaking of weird letdown games, can we just uh, just give it up for ourselves for not having to take Sam Houston money line this week or the final week now because they finally yeah. won a football game? Oh, no yeah. Let, 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 let's, let, let's, let's talk about that. They play Kennesaw State and we're losing. I, listen, at the end of the day, I know they won. They kicked a, a practically a walk-off field goal. But is that really a win? Is that really a win for San Houston State? Oh, that's disgusting. I, I don't even want to talk about that game. I found a way to get action on it, and I, I took their team total over 28 oh. points. I was like, this is going to be the easiest bet ever. You know, they're finally going to have a coming out party. And they, they barely score against Kennesaw State, a team that barely beat like a D3 school last week. <laughs> pathetic yeah. program. If anyone yeah. at Sam Houston is listening, I hope you all know you're pathetic. 
They had the whole thing about the. <laughs> There's the, one the, guy out there. That's did y'all did y'all see the the thing about the the penis? The guy wearing the penis oh, yeah, outfit and they got kicked out. And I was like, I don't know, boys. This may be the end. That's what led to it. See, that's what happened. They kicked that guy out and they almost lose to Kennesaw State. And they're I think I looked at their line. Uh, they were seven and a half point dogs to Louisiana Tech. I don't know. Well, Add it to my card right now. Louisiana Tech. <laughs> all the marbles. Uh, all right. Uh, six o'clock slate. We got Oklahoma, West Virginia. Uh, Sooners favored by 12 and a half at home. West Virginia's been a weird team. A lot of people thought Neil Brown was going to be gone by this point, but he is, you know, kept West Virginia alive. Oklahoma, two game losing streak. Is it are they gonna lose again? I don't know. I'm not making a play on this game because I I couldn't tell you. But West Virginia might cover. They might cover. They might win. But I'm gonna stay away. Yeah, I'm not staying away as well. I almost kind of think oh you, I could see West Virginia covering. That's not a possibility that can happen in my brain. But I almost feel like oh you's just gonna come out guns blazing just to try to get that last last two games out of their their view for other people that are looking at them for bowl spots and bowl bids. Um, at this point, they're definitely toast. I mean, I don't need that unless absolute chaos happens. I can, I don't see any future where they even make a playoff. Um, it would have to be every team would lose out except for them. Um, but yeah, I, I, if anything, I feel OU covers the spread. Was it 12 or something? Um, just because they're just trying to just put up points and just make everybody go, oh wow, they beat West Virginia. Let's not pay attention to the last two losses. Uh, but I got nothing on that game for real. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. I could definitely see a, a a bounce back game here. Just nobody will really be paying attention to this game, but I, I could definitely see them winning this game by three touchdowns. Somehow just come out, offense is clicking on all cylinders and take care of business. Another big game at 6 o'clock. We got Georgia hosting Ole Miss. The Bulldogs favored by 10.5 over the Rebels in Athens over under at 58.5. You know, this is one of those games we see every year. Big team goes into Athens that to prove it against Georgia. What's weird about this, this is a night game. I don't remember the last time Georgia's had one of these, especially like night games against another big team. You know, Ole Miss could make some noise. Do I think they could cover? So here's my take on this game. If it leans towards the under, Georgia's definitely winning. But if points are going to be scored, then that's going to be a problem. Because, I mean, not that their offense is terrible, but they're definitely not built to keep up with Ole Miss. But they have the one advantage of Ole Miss's defense being atrocious. So, I, this is a no play, but I really don't hate Ole Miss plus 10.5 here, if we're going to be honest. I don't totally hate it, but I'm not making a play. Yeah, this one's such a – Ole Miss coming off that game where they're they're sweating at the end. Uh, somehow they let Texas A&M just roll down the field to have at least a chance to kick a field goal. They did some good stuff on making them get pushed back a little bit, some sacks and whatnot. Um, and then, of course, Georgia just doing Georgia stuff and just pulling out a win more than anything. Yeah, this one's such a weird one. I almost want to just because of the two teams playing each other. I almost kind of want to take the under. It's like 59 or 60. I almost just want to take the under um, and think Georgia just plays a close one because I, I think if this gets a shootout, I don't see Georgia winning this game. Um, but uh, yeah, I got nothing on this one. I'm just gonna try to enjoy it and see what what I'm gonna get out of these two teams. Once again, it may be a live live play kind of game. 
Yeah, I mean, I've already got Ole Miss plus ten and a half written down. You know, it, it might be a little bit of a homer bet because I I need Ole Miss to beat Georgia <laughs> to open up that SEC East next week when they come to Neyland. But um, yeah, I think I think Kiffin, you know, he goes, he gets his first humongous win as the Ole Miss coach, and he goes into <laughs> Georgia and upsets Georgia this week. Give me Ole Miss plus ten and a half, and Not the money line. Whoa. Uh oh, Duke. Uh oh, uh oh. Still in my flame. All right, we'll see how that goes for you. All right, uh, six thirty. Um, LSU, Florida. Talk about a dumpster fire that is Florida. Um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Billy Napier. LSU. They're coming off a tough loss against Bama. Jaden Daniels probably not going to play. I think he's actually ruled out with concussion. Total at 63 and a half. First of all, I don't know if that t- – well, I say that, but neither team plays defense. If Jane Daniels was playing, first of all, this over would probably be closer to 70 than 60. This is a no play for me because these are just two teams that I, I can't trust either one. I'd probably go over, though, but you just never know. Yeah, I got nothing on this. I kind of want the line, the spread to come down, hopefully live game, but – I would be shocked if Florida covers that 13 and a half, especially with the quarterback situation going on at LSU right now. Um, and, and Florida coming off that home loss, they kind of have to do something. So I know this Florida LSU game usually wakes some boys up over there from either team. So we'll see what happens, but I got nothing on it, but I do like that the Gators covering. Yeah. This is the uh, infamous shoe gets thrown game, you know, and yeah. the results and a penalty and yada, yada, yada. I'm embarrassed. We lost to Florida. But I, I could see them keeping it within two touchdowns as well. This they're they're an embarrassing program, but you know, they're they somehow <laughs> beat us. So I'll lean Florida plus fourteen. I think it's just a little bit too many. All right, we got a we got a lone star showdown at six thirty. TCU hosting Texas. Longhorns on the road, favored by nine and a half. Can Malik Murphy do it again with a point total of fifty three and a half? I just feel like this is, um, you know, Texas, they kind of got a, some of, this is one of those weird games, right, where Texas is expected to win, but can TCU actually keep it close? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Malik Murphy, he looked good last week. Kansas State, much better team. I could see Texas covering, but I wouldn't be surprised if TCU somehow covered. We saw Texas struggle late against Houston. They had to pull that one out, um, but no play for me. Yeah, I got nothing on here. I do kind of like the under um, in this one. I feel like it'd be kind of a scrappy game, but yeah, I got nothing. I don't want to waste any time on it because I, I, the only thing I, I was looking at is the under, but 53 and a half doesn't feel too, too safe, but yeah, I got nothing on there. Yeah, it definitely feels like a trap game. You know, people are going to see four and five TCU. Texas only a 10 point favorite on the road, but this this one could get tricky, you know. I could I could see TCU pulling off a crazy upset here. I'm not calling a money line by any means, but I um, I might lean TCU here, but I'm definitely staying away. All right, in the last game we got Oregon hosting USC at 9:30 uh, in Eugene. The Ducks favored by 14 and a half. UC, USC has not covered a Pac-12 game all season. Point total at 73.5. Y'all already know what's about to happen. I got a double play here. First of all, Oregon cover. They've covered just about every game. USC has struggled. Now, I know Chase a few weeks ago, me and you had that same dilemma. 
I'm not buying into that. Oregon is just so good. They're pro- honestly, I know they lost to Washington. I think they're the best team in the Pac-12, though. I guarantee you they play Washington again. They probably win. Because um, that was at Washington. You give them a neutral site or in at Oregon, probably a win for the Ducks. And that one came down to the wire, too. I think Oregon's the best team in the Pac-12. Give me them to cover. I think, again, another team with, guess what, uh, uh, a good defense. So, another thing that Caleb Williams can't handle. Uh, also, give me that over, though. I mean, I, I do not to say that I'm not, you know, good defense. I do think Caleb Williams is still going to have himself a decent game, but I think Oregon's going to totally expose uh, that USC defense. Now, I know Alex Grinch isn't there anymore. I could have. I, I'm, Alex Grinch and me are the same in the fact that neither of us can coach defense. So it doesn't matter who's on the sideline. It's the fact of Oregon's going to be able to score probably about 40, 50 points because they have Bo Nix. USC will probably get about three or four touchdowns because they they have the playmakers. So look for that over, too. It'll be close because that is a really high over, especially for an Oregon game. But I do kind of like it. So give me over 73.5 and and give me Oregon minus 14.5. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure this one out. This one just looks weird. I could see, man, it's almost one of those things where Vegas is wanting me to take SC covering this game just because of that line. They're like, oh, man, surely, surely they can cover, you know, 15, 14 and a half or whatnot with their offense. But oh, I may take it. I don't know. I got no no play here. I keep looking at wanting to, thinking, you know, SC, I mean, surely they don't want to go out like this and end up having fives, you know, losses. Because right now, what are they at, three, four? Three losses for sure. Yeah, they're they're at three. They lost to Utah. They so lost like, to man. Who else they're, they lose to? They're looking eight and four right in the eye if they lose this game. Lost to Notre Dame as well. Yep, Notre Dame, and then uh, they lost last week to Washington. That's right. They lost to Notre Dame. So, I mean, this seems like a game that they want to put up just for themselves, almost, and like Caleb Williams and them just to go out with something. But, uh, man. I mean, they could go eight and four, or if they play UCLA after that, that could be a really weird game as well, and they could end up going even worse. So, I got nothing on this one, to be honest. I'm, uh, I'm sticking with the over. I don't think USC can play a lick of defense. You know, I took over 76 and a half, so 76 and a half last week in their game. That came through. It'll give me over 73 and a half. I could, I could see Bo Nix putting up five touchdowns. Trying to secure that Heisman Trophy at the end of the year. You know, him and Michael Penix are 1-2 right now. So, he needs mm-hmm. a big game here against USC. And I think he could he could honestly make a strong case to run away with this towards the end of the year. All right. Let's get some other other ideas for picks. First, totally overplay. Uh, USC, Oregon, obviously candidate. We talked about Oklahoma State, UCF. So, no, there's a group of five game I kind of got my eye on. I know we talked about also Kansas, Texas Tech. Look out for um, uh, Friday, some um, American action on Friday. We got SMU at North Texas at 8 o'clock. Over, the line is at 68.5. We all know SMU likes to score points. North Texas, they've not been slashes on offense either. Kind of like that over. Um, and then an actual play that I have, because I haven't locked that one in yet, um, but a play that I actually have locked in, a team in the Mountain West that's been pretty good at getting overs. New Mexico and Boise State. Now, the thing about this one is New Mexico's defense isn't great, so I definitely think this is why this over is going to hit. Boise hasn't been that good either. 
Give me over 60 and a half. Boise versus New Mexico. Give me that over 60 and a half. Uh, are there any other overs y'all looking at that we haven't talked about? Or I'm, uh, I'm sort of eyeballing over 50 and a half in Duke and NC. Ooh. You know, a little rivalry game there, but I, I think NC could put up 35 to 40 points in that game and help it get over. This is a, little, seems a little low. I know, I know, you know, Elko's known for his yeah. defense and whatnot, but uh, I, I could see some points there. I got another one. This one's a little low, but Fresno San Jose at 55 and a half. I just, that just screams over. It's a Mountain West. Um, hey, I'm just going through these games. There's nothing I'm seeing that's like, wow, that one should be over that line. I mean, some of them are close. Like, I think it could be a touchdown with them, but. Man, a lot of I feel a lot of unders happening this week. To be honest with you, I'm looking at a bunch of these games. Michael, did you say under? Uh oh! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh. Hallelujah! Here we, Here we go! Oh Lord! All right, we all know Michael. Talk to him. Talk to me. What do we got this week for our boys? Yeah. I mean, is it a question? This one actually scares me this week. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little quenched back behind me. I'm a little quenched, but uh, if you're getting 30, you got value. I'm seeing 29. It's gonna be sweaty. It is gonna be a sweaty game playing Rutgers, but you gotta believe. You gotta believe and trust. And if you don't, it ain't gonna happen. Give me the under 30 and a half. It's already in, by the way. I locked it in uh, Sunday night. I may have but, taken uh, 28 and a half. Jesus Christ, boys! You may. <laughs> I may bow down. I may do a triple decker again. Listen, here, that, here's but. the deal. Rutgers is pretty solid, but they're more of a defensive team, right? I mean, we saw them against Ohio State. They couldn't – They one of the reasons they scored points was because field goals, and one of the reasons they got field goals was a fumble ruski. Now, the thing for Iowa is they're not going to be able to score. Um, I, I, I – man, if this went over 30 points, I would be stunned. It could maybe go over 28, but, man, I just yeah. – I, mean, I just, just like really the 31 like. and a half is a beautiful number. That's what I'm really hoping to live bet if that comes possible or when the, when the lines come back up because I do see now it's back at 29, 28 and a half. So that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, if Iowa is favored to win the game, granted it's by a point and a half is what the spread is, but they're just favored to win the game. I mean, come on. I mean, Vegas calculators be running this beach. They, they could tell you the game going under if Iowa favored to win the game. You know, here. Come on. If you're looking to get a live bet this game, the first quarter over under is only six and a half. So if we get one touchdown in the first quarter, it's oh, going to go off a kickoff. Yeah, it's going to go above the original just on one touchdown. So yeah, this <laughs> this is so gross. Listen, here here's my only other take about this game. I would not touch anything else on this game. I really wouldn't because Rutgers, I think, is good enough where they could win this game. They get you know they get one of those like crazy touchdowns. But man, I, I I would just pick under, not and look at everything else and be like, oh, those numbers look cute, and just scroll to the next game. I wouldn't even bother picking picking you, anything else. You convinced me. I just took Iowa money line off the card. So oh no, oh oh off the card. Good good. Yes, yeah. dude. I I I think like I said, I think Rutgers is good enough where they can win this game. They're not they're not bad, but it's just one of those where it's like. Oh, I just oh, it's it's almost a coin flip. That's why it's one and a half. It's literally a pick 'em at that point. Um, also, another underplay. I'm looking. Uh, Indiana Illinois is 43 and a half. That just little, little garbage. By the way, 
Indiana beat Wisconsin last week. Y'all want to talk about the crazy week the Big Ten West had? Disgusting. You know, Nebraska loses to Michigan State. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Michael was all over that one. Um, uh, what else? Minnesota lost to somebody, and then Indiana beat Wisconsin. It, the Big Ten West is just awful. It is trash. It is the winner is going to be the slaughter is this lamb brought to the slaughter at the big 10 championship. I am so glad next year we're not doing divisions in that conference anymore because all those big 10 West teams deserve to be in the shadow realm for how bad they are. Like, and I know some people have made the thing, well, it, you know, as bad as Arkansas has been, could they win the big 10 West? I'm going to be honest. We, we could have probably maybe had two losses at max in the big 10 West. Oh, Cruz. Dan Enos would have probably had his job. Imagine Dan Enos versus Iowa. (laughs) That game will be opening line three and a half. Oh, God. Uh, Oh, goodness. Um, Pittsburgh, Syracuse, 37. I don't like either one of those teams, so I'm going to stay away. Um, All right. Uh, Before we get in our picks, y'all know, I'm going to ride with it again. They let me up this last week, the triple option parlay. Shout out Tennessee for dominating UConn. Shout out Arkansas for doing their thing and winning overtime. And a shout out for Oklahoma State. Bang, bang. They did it. All right. Now I'm running with the boys. Arkansas minus two and a half. Oklahoma State minus two and a half. Tennessee minus one and a half. Um, so we're rocking with the boys. Power five parlay this week. Um, I, one, I, I picked Alabama. The SEC had too many lopsided money lines. So I was like, I'll just go with the safest one. Uh, NC State, they're playing at Wake Forest. NC State has kind of looked okay the last few weeks. So I'm going to rock with them. Uh, In the Pac-12, Washington State plus 100. It's at Cal. Cal's not looked bad. I think Cam Ward is due a big game again, so give me the Cougs. Uh, In the Big Ten, give me Minnesota over Purdue. Purdue stinks. Minnesota's not that much better, but I kind of like Minnesota. And finally, I know I took Texas Tech to cover, but give me Kansas to win a close one in my Big 12. We're going to the group of five. Where's my group of five? Um, Give me South Florida over Temple. Give me Western Michigan over Central Michigan in the MAC. I like Georgia State. Give me them over App State. Give me Western Kentucky over New Mexico State. And then that was a tricky one because New Mexico State's not terrible. And then UNLV. Got to go with the man Barry against Wyoming. And then I actually don't have another parlay this week. I was going to do a military one, but the Army line hasn't dropped yet, and they're playing Holy Cross. I already did a military one. Who knows? I may do a live one that morning. Um, I know Air Force plays Hawaii, and Navy plays... UAB, so interesting. Um, and then the only, well, I guess I'll talk about whenever I get to the picks. So, uh, Michael, what you got on your card officially? Uh, nothing. I only got two plays so far. I will definitely have more for them this week. Uh, main focus has shifted so much to basketball now, just already looking at rotations, and it's, it's disgusting how much. I, I know already me and Chase were watching San Diego. Oh, my God. They just got a strip there, and I'm just laying up. That's all we need. I got the under 170, by the way, um, on this Auburn Baylor game. So I add that to my card for this week. Um, so far, I have Iowa. Thank God, there's missing shots out the wazoo. Sorry, um, I got Iowa under, and I got Mizzou money line. I have some more plays. It'll probably a big live bet week, just because I haven't been able to focus too much on the actual lines and everything. I just kind of just want to watch. It's gonna be a lot of watching just different sports. I don't know what the basketball rotation looks like this weekend, but. There's a lot of good, just just fun to watch games that should 
should be fun to watch games. Hopefully, no, there's no crazy blowouts. But when you get to this this late in the year, you have some weird games where people get injured, like uh, Daniel from LSU, where they could have a weird game. And it's some kid from Auburn just airballs a free throw. This is this is working for me for this under. Um, but yeah, so far I just got Mizzou money line and Iowa under. Um, but I'll have uh, maybe a player or two more added uh, when I release the cards. All right. Um... I mean, before I get into how much I love Tennessee money line, hell, how are we feeling about Arkansas basketball this year? Feeling good? Natty, book Arizona tickets now. Oh, boy. All right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll start it off with Tennessee money line. Like I said, we dominate the series. Heupel's going to dominate this game again. Joe Milton, field day. Iowa Rutgers under 29. It's gross as could be. Um, Ole Miss plus ten and a half, maybe sprinkle a tad bit on that money line. USC Oregon over seventy three and a half points galore. Air Force bounce back game minus nineteen against Hawaii. Hawaii's terrible. No Air Force looked awful last week, and they're laying nineteen this week. But something's got to give. And uh, last but not least, Louisiana Tech minus seven and a half against that putrid team of San Houston State. <laughs> <laughs> they can, yeah, so yeah, I don't care who you're playing. Give me Louisiana. That may be Mortal Lock. Mortal Lock. Yeah, not quite. Oh, I was about to say if he says Mortal Lock, y'all know what I'm about to do. I'm about to about to get Big Sam back in the building. So, um, all right, uh, I'm kind of the same. I. I you know, I have a few picks. I'm probably going to have some more Saturday morning, do a little more research before kickoff. But uh, I got Iowa Rutgers under 28 and a half, minus 105. I got uh, our boy Barry Odom. He's favored this week by five and a half against a feisty Wyoming team, but I hate the Rebels get it done. They're minus 110. Uh, Arizona, minus 10 and a half at minus 110. Colorado, Arizona, under 54 and a half at minus 115. Arkansas, minus two and a half. We're playing Auburn. Usually a weird game, but we got him at home. We're feeling pretty good. I think we get the dub. Uh, that's at minus 125. Uh, Oregon, minus 14 and a half at minus 110. Oregon, USC, over 73 and a half at minus 110. Boise State, New Mexico, over 60 and a half at minus 110. Penn State, plus four and a half at minus 115. Texas Tech, plus three and a half at minus 105. And then finally, I mentioned this about the Arkansas game, but I have a, a little special play. Michael, Bet Saracen, uh, they might take a dub on me on this one, but I do like this little combo. Arkansas not only cover two and a half, kind of like that over. Relatively low over at 48 and a half. That's a plus 260. That might be a trap, but that's the cheese. The cheese smells good. It looks good. So I'm going to take it. So give me Arkansas on a combo play at minus two and a half and over 48 and a half total. Um, but that's going to be us it for us today. we got Veterans Day this weekend. Salute the troops, Air Force, Army, Navy. Good luck to them especially. Um, and we will see you all after another great weekend of college football.